You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me and he's not even going to try. So, Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we used to go one-on-one -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. See, but I'm going to break it down for all you ladies. Would you rather be with me, or would you rather be with Joe? This is Gotta Go Cast, a video game review show for the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Each episode will review one Sonic title as nominated by you, and will rank said title on a scale of 1 to 10 chili dogs, 10 being the best. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik, and I'm joined along with. Hey, it's Peter Graphic. Hey, it is Peter Graphic! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can find me on Instagram at Peter underscore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you can find me on Peter Graf Peter underscore graphic uh, on okay. Instagram, and uh, you can find my articles on GameTrial.com occasionally. I do these things called What the Hell Wednesday, where I post uh, games that you guys keep figuring out what they are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kyle beat me to the last one. I know Captain Novaline. I'm just putting it out there. You guys aren't going to win anything. <laughs> you guys. No one. Uh, neither anyone else. <laughs> no one yeah. is. Who else is on the line? Uh, Negabun is here. He's at twitter.com slash N-E-K-0-B-U-N because somebody stole the regular O. Uh, YouTube.com slash Negabun with the regular O. And twitch.tv slash Negabun where you can see me stream this nonsense where, to the point where people have asked me, why are you playing this port of Sonic the Hedgehog that we're about to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into tonight's game, I do want to say that uh, I hope... Both co-hosts will also be appearing in issue two of Read Only Magazine, uh, which should be coming out this summer. It's a quarterly retro gaming fanzine that you can pick up at readonlymagazine.com. And if you pre-order it, you're going to get a special metallic cardstock variant cover, which is reserved for contributors and members of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. So check it out. Make sure you, you keep it bookmarked readonlymagazine.com it's a very big zine too like i was figuring like 
a folded over eight and a half by eleven. But yeah. no, it's impressive. I was. That's how it started. Yeah, it started as one of those half books, and then uh, as I was laying it out, I'm like, man, this is like a full magazine. So I went with the standard magazine dimensions and as of this recording we are still accepting uh, submissions for the magazine just because you submit something there's no guarantee that it's going to be printed i want to put that out there anyone's welcome to submit something but there's no guarantee it's going to be printed but as of right now what has been approved for press is larger than issue one tell them so the that theme. Means, wow. the theme for issue two is adventure so we're going to be talking things like zelda <laughs> Alex Kidd, Mist. Oh, Pac Man Two. <laughs> I love Mist. It's all right. Well, it's it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you like looking at pre-rendered graphics for six hours? You'll love Mist. Yeah, <laughs> I like Mist. Now, the past couple of weeks, we played some little games, and we got some letters. People saying, "Har har har!" Very funny. You keep reviewing Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's 06, or it's for the Master System. People were demanding it. They said they wanted Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. And so that's what we're doing tonight. We're reviewing Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, which was released in 2006 on the Game Boy Advance exclusively in North America. Suck it, Japan. <laughs> this was developed by Sonic Team, published by Sega, and it falls into the genre of gotta go somewhat fast, not really, but hey, there's a spin dash this time. As I, believe, as I believe I titled my playthrough of it, Not A Go Fast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, this, this game uh, was a bit of a disappointment for many. Yet another celebratory game for Sonic's 15th year anniversary. What a terrible anniversary for Sonic in 2006. This was the final Sonic title to appear on the Game Boy Advance. And it was, of course, I've mentioned a North American exclusive. In 2006, Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis was received like a wet fart. The game has a choppy frame rate, lots of lag, numerous glitches and bugs. The physics are completely changed changed and the remix of the music really pissed people off with the reviews that I read from back in the day. For me, it's just a little disappointing because I'm so familiar with the soundtrack, but when I was reading these past reviews, boy, were people pissed off about the music changes. It's fucking uh, bad, but like there's there's, there's <laughs> probably technical reasons for it, but it's still fucking bad. Yeah. Also like I so the so the physics were changed cuz that's going to come up later as well. Like, yeah. I, I, I noticed it, but didn't notice it. Like, I, I there, were, there were troubles. If I celebrated my wedding anniversary like this, I would have gotten a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a double take because I thought this came out before the Sonic Advance games, right? But it didn't. You would no. think that because no. of how <laughs> terrible it is. It's, it's a, I, 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 I neglected to look up whether the teams were at all related or if there was any crossover because I have a feeling that's a big no. <laughs> right. It, it's so embarrassing. Reading up on it for the show, I saw it took them one month put, to put this together. <laughs> it shows. And, yeah, and they used the same engine for Sonic Advance, which is even worse. And then two days after this was released, the PSP got the Sonic Genesis collection, which A is... It's a better version of Sonic the Hedgehog and made this port defunct. Yeah, I, right. I feel I feel like that's basically the same collection that every other platform got within the, another month of that. So, yeah. Thank you. 
Bun, you know the drill. Hit me with that plot for Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. Yes, that's its title. Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. Yeah, sometimes a colon, sometimes a hyphen, but anyway. You know, they say all songs are created equal, but you look at Sonic the Hedgehog, and you look at Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, and you can see that statement is not true. You see, normally, if you go one-on-one with another port, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, or Sonic the Hedgehog is a blast process freak, and is not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating OG Sonic. And then you add Sonic the Hedgehog 8-bit to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. You see, the three-way gotta go cast, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But the original Sonic, Sonic's got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning, because Sonic the Hedgehog 8-bit knows he can't beat the original, and it's not even going to try. Oh my so Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, you take your 33 and a third percent chance, minus Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis 25% chance, and you got an 8 and a third chance of winning at Gotta Go Cast. But then, you take 16-bit Sonic's 17, or 75% chance of winning as if they was to go one-on-one, and then at 66 and two-thirds percent, the original version of Sonic has 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at Gotta Go Cast. See, Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at Gotta Go Cast. But yeah, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what, what that is if you've been listening to the series this long? Eggy guy, robots, some emeralds maybe, go fast... But uh, it's like the Snyder Cut of the game because it's slower, there's a lot more slow-mo, and uh, it just fucking sucks. <laughs> wow. Was that taken from Moneyball? That seems like the, the how they would do base. Sir, that is the Scott Steiner 2008 uh, Samoa Joe do the math. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. way off. <laughs> yeah. Which I was originally going to do, I was going to run more numbers from the different versions, but... A, that was too much work, and B, I did my notes last night, so I was like, let's just punch it, let's, let's cut and paste uh, <laughs> some words in there, but yeah, it still works. All right, Pete, you want to read us the story from the manual? <laughs> sure. Crush Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Ivor Robotnik, a.k.a. Dr. Eggman, the mad scientist, is snatching innocent animals and turning them into evil robots. Only one tough dude <laughs> can put an end to the demented <laughs> scientist's fiendish scheme. It's Sonic. The real cool hedgehog with the spiky hair and power sneakers that give him super speed. I, I, thought I need to like stop for a second because now it's just the shoes. Help Sonic hordes of metal maniacs <laughs> and do the loop with his pattern spin attack. Speed down twisting tunnels and swing over dangerous booby traps. Leap across lava pits and dodge burning rocks. Then splash through the chilling waters in an underground cavern. And if you're lucky, you can warp to the secret zone where you spin around in a floating maze. <laughs> your greatest challenge <laughs> if you're lucky kind of luck. or th- and throw up your greatest challenge lurks in a secret lab where you come face to face with Dr. Robotnik himself spin through space loop to your dizzy save the animals and become the superhero be Sonic be Atomic <laughs> if I wanted to be Atomic I would just be Godzilla I mean <laughs> <laughs> which so is you fair, know, Godzilla has also had just as many bad games at least that's true. Your greatest challenge is... good ones. There's some good ones. Destroy All Monsters Melee on the Nintendo GameCube. That Find was a it. very good Spend one. a lot of money for it. I believe it was also on PS2 or Xbox, one of those two. The sequel, not as good, but Ebera shows up as an unplayable character boss. Um, giant Shrimp. It's good. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just kind of popped in. Sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> two great signs. One, when Nico Bun wants to talk about any other game, but the one yeah. we're supposed to be yeah. talking about. <laughs> oh, and- I got, oh, I got trauma, baby. <laughs> And two, when the game manual has to remind you that Sonic's cool. 
<laughs> also, like, no, he's also, really cool. You're gonna love this. You're gonna like him. You, you. <laughs> what is the, what is this shoes nonsense? I read the promotional combat feature, featuring Doctor Kintobor, and no, it's not the shoes. Sonic was on a treadmill, but got caught in an experiment or something, and then became blue. Yeah, he used to be brown, and his spikes kind of fused a bit. I, I, I don't I don't remember what magazine I got that with, but it was back to back with a mini uh thing of Jello Man. I think I remember this comic. I yeah, yeah. Uh, Kido like, spills uh, soda on his uh, console and electrocutes himself into becoming Eggman. It says your greatest challenge. That's right. It says your greatest I challenge lurks. <laughs> it says your greatest challenge lurks in a secret lab, but it, it really is the water levels. That's the greatest challenge because you can barely move. Dun, dun, also, Jello Man, designed by Ken Stacy, father of Alex Stacy, and a uh, guaranteed value guest every year at a uh, Desert Bus for Hope. Oh, okay. Again, great sign when Nico Bun wants to talk about <laughs> anything else. Oh, I, I have like seven rabbit holes lined up to time down. <laughs> Let's Even talk about the I game have. mechanics for Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. In Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis, there are a bunch of features because it's the 15th year anniversary. Features Not that you'd like be able to find them. <laughs> features like original mode which is the game it's the game as you remember it except much worse <laughs> and then there's anniversary mode which is the original sonic the hedgehog game but with the spin dash which would have been great if this was a better port there's jukebox mode in case you're one of these crazy people that enjoys consuming media through your gba and if you are one of these crazy people great news godzilla versus kong has just been released on game boy advance video in brazil so enjoy that. Uh, yeah, that's it. That that's that's all the features for this 15 year anniversary. We got the spin dash added in on a terrible port of not even the best Sonic game. You know, I, I got to imagine most people, especially in 2006, would have been more reminiscent for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I understand it's the 15th I would have year. Been very very angry if that is what had they had picked. Do, do you? Oh, why? Because of the port being bad. Because or? of the music. Yes. You, can yes. you imagine? Can you imagine what would have happened to Chemical Plant Zone? All right. Well, we're not do, up to the music yet. Do, do you, <laughs> I'm gonna really back in. Do you remember when DVD was like just like came about, and it said like the features on the sent, on will. the back, and it was like interactive menus. Yes. That's yes. like this. Uh, <laughs> and as someone who still has the UMD somewhere of Spider Man Two that came with the uh, first run PSPs, I really can't complain about Game Boy Advance Video. <laughs> Again, that's the only, we, way, that's the only we, way I've seen Spider-Man 2. Now, now Nico Bun's digging a rabbit hole just to talk about Game Boy Advance video instead of this game. Tell me, what did you guys think of these uh, these game mechanics? You right. can now spin dash in the original Sonic, so that's cool. That would be cool. Uh, I think and you can save between the levels, which is nice, I guess. It just doesn't work. There's, there's nothing, like, A, I couldn't find that save between levels. Like, I, I always saw whenever I died, it said saving game, and then nothing useful was saved. Like, so, thanks. Or at least not that I noticed. I didn't really find a level select to, or I tried, I think I tried going back to the level select, and I was like, well, I can't go to the level I was at, so, well, that's cool. Fine. Whatever. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to, I don't want to know what's going on. Um, and the spin dash, there's nothing really in Sonic 1 that really requires or is designed for use of the spin dash. The only right. times I used it were breakaway walls, especially like literally just in um, Green Hill Zone. There's a few breakaway like tunnels through the cliffs that you can spin through, but if you forget to duck and aren't spinning, they won't break. So it's just like, well, okay, I know this is here. And I think graphically there is a very slight tail at the bottom of the sprite. So it's just like, 
All right, well, I'll uh, use these tunnels now. Yeah, some notable differences with the mechanics, and Nikobun makes a good point about the spin dash. The game wasn't designed with that in mind originally, so doesn't really fit. And it's not sort of like when you plugged in Sonic the Hedgehog into your Sonic and Knuckles situation where it was a totally new experience playing around as Knuckles. Debug mode is gone, which I might be remembering incorrectly, but I thought debug mode was the mode where you'd go in and, and you know do the sound test and then you could jump around to different stages and things. But I, I remember doing that more with Sonic 2, so I could be wrong with that. I think um, the Sonic 1 debug was like, you could, instead of Sonic, your center camera, like you could rotate through different sprites and actually... Like yeah, okay, so I am remembering briefly. that correctly then. But it, it was mostly like a map scan thing, so you could like maybe find optimal routes. It was neat to see the mm -hmm. level design, but it was mostly useless. Uh, because of the smaller screen real estate, a lot of the boss battles are easier because Robotnik's kind of just stuck. And so when you you jump on him, you could just kind of find that sweet spot, as I usually say, with like a beat-em-up where you just hit him over and over again to kill him. And beating this game with all six Chaos Emeralds will do absolutely nothing. <laughs> in the original game, uh, you would see flowers in Green Hill Zone. It doesn't do that in this port because it only took them a month to put out happy anniversary that, that says What'd you think about the controls, Pete? Uh, gotta go lag. It's choppy. <laughs> uh, Green Hill Zone isn't bad, but the whole thing mm -hmm. takes a shit after that level. But that underwater area, it's, I don't know, it's slower to me, right? Everything's know. slower, yes. Everything's slower. It's it, it's impossible to get to those air bubbles. I feel like you, it's too, you're just too slow to get to them in time, uh, especially that boss area. It was just a mess. I guess this is what happens when you don't have the Genesis blast processing. <laughs> Yeah, well, apparently it's put it out, like, they did actually change the physics. I wasn't sure if it was a control issue when I was playing, but, like, it felt like a lot of my jumps were shorter or on a weird trajectory. I, I hit a lot of spikes because of that, and um, mm -hmm. I didn't have as much trouble underwater, but I, I think by that point I had accustomi uh, customized myself to the chug that was happening, and, like, it also was very uh, meticulous about stopping at every single air pocket to yes. make sure I got something. I was watching you play. <laughs> yes. Full disclosure, I emulated this. I was safe stating like a motherfucker. The most I've out. ever seen you do in a game. Yeah. yeah. You were if, rewinding if, constantly. If you, if you like save whatever uh, generated, it's uh, down there in the lower left corner for most of the play. Like that, uh, thankfully, like on an emulator, it's a little quicker than it is on, say, a um, one of the collections, which this is thankfully not on in this form. Yeah, I, did, I didn't really notice the underwater bits being any worse in and of themselves, but... That could have, again, that could have just been Stockholm Syndrome by that point. <laughs> yeah, it's tough with the changed aspect ratio, too. You're, you're making a lot of jumps and hitting into things that you would normally see, like spikes. And well, the ch not just, oh, also, and uh, that the intro, Labyrinth Zone Act 3, the yeah. little sl uh, water slide bit after you hit the switch and you got to jump off of one at the right time to make your way through the hole. I lost four to five goddamn minutes trying to make that jump. Yes, you did. <laughs> 
Like, granted, it took. I I think I'd had a beer, like a, a full pint by that point. So it I had not quite registered that it was infinitely looping. I'm not that familiar with Sonic the Hedgehog one. I have never finished it. I have. I think I got to Labyrinth Zone Act one once. It just was not a good time trying to get through there. And that I basically reaped what I unintentionally sowed at the end of that level. In some respects. Yeah, it's tough. Sonic one is not the one everyone fondly remembers it's sonic 2 it's sort of like a and i use this comparison a lot with a lot of different games but mother to earthbound earthbound cleaned up mother yeah. and it's That's the game earthbound to play Origins if you have a nintendo wii u and you uh, yes. buy stuff on the eShop. right it's hard to go back and play earthbound origins especially if you enjoyed earthbound because a lot of the issues that you had in earthbound origins or mother were fixed in the latter. The same You're going to die a whole hell of a lot. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. With Sonic to Sonic 2, you know, they refined a lot of things, so it's hard to go back. And then on top of that, you're dealing with crunch down aspect ratio, bad physics, lots of chug, lots of lag, weird glitches where, like, the game can't even center the signposts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not the surprised. Signpost, the canisters full of friends. Like yeah, it's, I'm not surprised it, that they put this out in a month. It completely shows. But why bother? It's like y- you had something. You know how it's supposed to sound, how it's supposed to look, how it's supposed to play. And it was just crapped out. Q- QA was being busy de- beating down the doors of the poor bastards working on Sonic 06. Like, fix this shit. Yeah, nobody, had a chance, no, nobody had a chance to play through this nightmare. Was the Sonic Advance games made by Sonic Team? And then they it, like, it was Sonic Team and Dimps. Ugh. Fuck it. I can't believe I remember that on uh, Sonic Advance. But those were good. How could they? Or at least better. I feel like the term, especially in 2006, Sonic Team, was just like a blanket they'd throw over whoever was in the office that yeah, they it, needed it, to develop it, a game that day. They, <laughs> It's the guys that it's Yuji Naka and Fritz. Yeah. Friends rotates a lot. So we touched on a few of the differences in the game. Yes, the goalpost and the canisters were the little buddies, the little animals that you free for whatever reason aren't centered at the end. The aspect ratio changes up a lot of things, even like just the kinetics of a stage. For whatever reason, horizontal springs are upside down, which again just shows how quickly this was slapped together. Nobody is credited with Sonic alongside Sonic Team for Sonic Genesis. So yeah, it's pretty much it's probably whoever was the leftover while Sonic 06 was in progress. Yeah, they threw a blanket over like three dudes and shoved them into a closet and said, you got to port Sonic the Hedgehog to the GBA in a month. And then you can see your families again. Yeah, turn the lights off when you're done. (laughs) Uh, Some of the items in the game can be seen floating above ground or are submerged into the ground. It reminds me of the Game Gear games because of how smushed it is. But I think with the Game Gear games, they did their best with the limitations. Here, I feel like they had the capabilities of running it just fine. The Mario Advance games are excellent portable versions of Mario. There's right. no there's no reason it should have looked like this or been so weird. And those sound effects are weird too. Did you notice that? They're like they sound like cartoons.
want to talk to all my freaks out there. Would you rather come home to Sonic the Hedgehog Blast Process Freak to be satisfied every night, or go home to that slow-ass Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis? Like, honestly, the game, it looks fine sprite-wise, other than, like, you know, the, the other weird errors and whatnot, but, like, mm-hmm. seeing it half the frame rate most of the time, like, it, at best, it's probably worse some of the chug, but, like, it's, it does not do any favor seeing it in motion. And did the adjusted aspect ratio, it, it's not good. Like, Sonic is basically set to center vertically in this, as opposed to, like, he's maybe 15 to 20% above the bottom uh, in the original aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, he bounces between the middle 25 to 30%. So you see a lot of extra headspace. Uh, or, no, I'm sorry, a lot, a lot of extra ground below you that you normally wouldn't see, which is mostly useless. Right. There's not often you're going low to take a route unless you fell down somewhere, which you will do. Or, and you're losing most of the uh, aerial platforms or say spikes that you might jump directly into because you didn't know it was there and didn't feel like taking a minute to hold up on the D-pad to see what was up there. I literally highlighted this happening on my YouTube channel. Like, it's, it's not good. Given the math not lying, the precise scale down visually was from... 330 uh, by 224 pixels from the original to 240 by 160. So that's a drop of like if you do the, if you multiply it for like square pixels, uh, mm-hmm. 73,920 pixels to 38,400 pixels, which means you've only got a 50% chance of seeing something you need to see. And if you take that 50% chance and add your 30% chance of the screen that you actually let you move in, that means you've got an 80% chance of going down. It got to go. Ca- okay, we'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> Pete made a great comparison to the. Mario Advance titles like um, Super Mario Advance 1, which was them redoing Super Mario Brothers 2 USA. They all worked. Yeah. They weren't well, all they, great. They did, they did all of them, too. They did two. They did three. They did yeah. World. Uh, I think that they did. A, I think they did a GBA Yoshi Island. They did. Yeah, and they that, did. that yeah. that's probably the worst of the series. But, but it still, still functions. Right. Yeah. It still functions. And where... even the so- earlier Sonic Advance games were all they're great. The DS ones were a little better, but like this was good. Hand- th- those were good handheld Sonics. You should have called Dimps back in to fucking fix this nightmare. Let's talk about the music and the song. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> like I touched on at the top of the show, for me at least, it reminds me of hearing the Wily Wars soundtrack uh, versus the original games that it was remaking. Clearly, others on the line have different feelings about it. It just it sounds different to me and strange because it's arguably be- on better hardware for sound if that makes sense like they should have been able to replicate the genesis's genesi <laughs> soundtrack genesodes Genesode soundtrack uh Just better than this this is very weird 
I was playing it, and I was thinking to myself, what the hell is this? It's so (laughs) off-tuned. Even if it was the first time I heard it, and this was my first introduction to Sonic, or I knew that this was on on the Genesis, and I didn't have a Genesis, because, you know, it's the Game Boy Advance era, it still sounds bad, and it still sounds high-pitched and off. It's just bizarre. I will straight up say, it sounds like hot garbage. And, like, they are accommodating for things. There might be some reasoning for this because, like, the Genesis slash Mega Drive actually had a dedicated sound chip and it was an FM synthesis chip uh, rather than uh, whatever the SNES used, uh, which was Mm -hmm. sample-based. So there's already a difference there. It's always why those two have, like, specific sound difference in the first place. Right. Um, The GBA does not have a dedicated sound chip and does all of its sound processing from the CPU. That is why everything on the Game Boy Advance, while later it like arguably more advanced technology, sounds kind of like shit. Usually crunchy. Uh, I think there's only, it's only like four channels or something. Or not maybe mm. not four channels. Mm. It, it's it's a much more limited processing range. I've tried to find comparative numbers and terminology, but again, last minute notes mm-hmm. and was sad um, <laughs> about the game. But it has also been 15 years since the original came out. You think they would have found? at least a workaround to make it sound remotely like the FM synthesized version, but maybe crunchier. Like, yeah, I, just I gotta believe that. if they spent more than a month on this, they could have yeah. had it sound like the Genesis, but with that weird echoey crunch that Nico Bun's touching on. And I agree like, um, Wario land four has a great soundtrack that you should listen to any other way. But yeah. through the game, you know, because the game sounds terrible through the hardware. But yeah, there's like, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they could have, like, they instead of sampling the original synthesized versions or, like, finding some equivalent, they just found a MIDI library to throw in there, whatever was cheaper laying around. Mm. Or maybe the ones from the Sonic Advance ones that just didn't work with the original compositions here, and it just did not scan. Like, it, it, it's very feels very cut and pasty. Like, even, again, even with the GBA crunch, the Sonic Advance tunes, like, from the Sonic Advance 1 through 3, 4? I forget how many of them are. But they, they sound okay. Like, not maybe the most memorable, but they're, they're fine. They're- Crunchy, but fine. But, like, this was, like, you, you took something people knew mm. and just threw it through, like, a $12 blender that you're going to throw af- out after two uh, smoothies. I hate to double back, but a lot of people really rag on the Genesis for its sound, and I think that's not really true. There's only a few games that come to my mind that the sound sucks, like Batman Returns. Yeah. But for the most part, uh, there's some really great tunes on the Sega Genesis. Sonic is at the top tier. Sure. You know, Absolutely. Streets of yeah, Rage, like Echo the Dolphin, uh, yeah. Comic Zone sounds awesome, Vector Man sounds yeah. awesome, like there's really great music. Minnesota Fats has an awesome soundtrack, believe it or not. Like there's no reason this should sound so shitty. Most of the people ragging on it are Nintendo diehards. Yeah. And like, but the composition uh, of from that era, like they knew what they were working with. That was very, like very key, like knowing FM synthesis works a lot differently, and I think it even has a different shaped wave uh, on standard than the SNES chip put out. I think it depended on who was developing what for what console. There's just as many games with terrible music on the Super Nintendo as there is on the Genesis. And unfortunately, because of when the Genesis came out, you know, everyone says, oh, the Genesis came out to 
you know, knock Super Nintendo off its throne. No, <laughs> Super Nintendo was out. I rather the the Sega Genesis was out when the Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment out. System was out. So it was the more advanced system, and the fact that it was able to scratch and crawl and kick its way through the console war to the end of it with the Super Nintendo is, I mean, yes, there was all the add-ons and everything, and we've talked about this, but it is amazing. So a lot of the times when people say that, they're also comparing ports, like a port from Aladdin on the Super Nintendo to the one on the Genesis, or one that Pete and I talked about recently, Pac-Man 2. Super Nintendo to the Genesis, and you see Why a dip. Why would you talk about that? <laughs> well, look, go look, to readonlymagazine.com, <laughs> make sure you bookmark it, and you might find out when issue two comes out. Um, but when there were ports from one console to the other, it depended on what the initial game was meant to be on. And in a lot of cases, they were going for the Super Nintendo and then porting it to the Genesis. And you can't just dump the Super Nintendo soundtrack onto a Genesis yeah, because if you're you not do into a MIDI library. It, it's yeah, it's gonna I mean, sound like garbage. I right. I prefer Sunset Riders on the Genesis than the Super Nintendo. The SNES had a leg up and everyone loves to compare the two, and now I'm just getting into the console wars, but they love to compare the two when Nintendo had a leg up. They knew what not to do. They knew what they didn't like about the Genesis and they did it better. And that's fair, but like they had the groundwork. You know what I mean? It's oh like, sure, it's not sure. fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 Nintendo needed knew you needed to knock sweat out of dudes in Mortal Kombat, not blood. Even though you still can rip a heart out with Kano. I think. Yeah, and I mean it's, Super it's, Nintendo it's just a very clean kids. heart. It's a it's a heart they had in their pocket. Eat Lofi, eat. We'll be right back. The Hot Blooded Challenger Club podcasts are a proud affiliate of Animation Legends. Head on over to AnimationLegends.com and scope the large assortment of animation cells they're offering. Own a piece of animation history. For just $25, you can get five different cells from some of your favorite animated shows. Shows like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Vampire Hunter D, Captain N, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, Star Wars Ewoks, and many other. And you can pay even less with our special promo code rings at checkout that's r-i-n-g-s go to animationlegends.com or click the link in this show's description and tell them that the hot-blooded challenger club sent you with our promo code rings oh hey there listener i didn't see you come in well since you're here let me personally thank you for listening to this program. If you'd like to show your support a little bit further, check out the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. That's hotbloodedchallenger.club. You can become a member for as little as a dollar a month. And with that dollar, you get access, early access, to premium episodes of this very podcast. What's a premium episode? Additional content that's cut just for club members. You could be listening to that instead of this advertisement right now. And hey, don't have the buck? 
but want to support the show? Leave us a five-star review on your podcast catcher of choice. Honestly, it it goes so far to help our algorithm, so one day you could hear me advertising for uh, comfortable underoos or a really good mattress or yet another subscription box. But regardless, thank you so much for listening. Now, let's get back to the show. Shake, Loki. Shake. Now back to our show. You you can be in the Jeep and the T-Rex is chasing you. It's like, this is really impressive and it's one of the last games on the Genesis. All right. <laughs> I don't know. We didn't really have a way to get out of, out of the uh, random encounter question this week. So let's just wrap up with our thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. This sucks. Yeah. This is yeah. not a good port. Of Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm surprised that they even bothered. If it only took a month to put out, clearly there was no QC. And uh, yeah, this is if there's any way to play Sonic the Hedgehog, try it over this. Try it on mobile over this. In fact, I think I have. I think I've played the Android version of Sonic the Hedgehog. And there I don't is an re- iPod version of this game that is better than with, this. With the clicky wheel? I don't wheel? think you can get it anymore, but if you have it downloaded or if somebody with an iPod like laying in a drawer somewhere that has it downloaded, you can play it with the click wheel and the, uh, I believe the button in the middle jumps. Get out of here. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, and the aspect ratio works a little better for a tiny iPod screen. <laughs> Are we going to have to play that? Right now that I know about it, (laughs) this is really weird for me. I'm so familiar with this game, uh, like you guys. It's part of my childhood. I had a Sega as a kid. I loved Sonic the Hedgehog. So when it plays like this, it's just sad. It's choppy. It's glitchy. It's off. Um, To make matters worse, the Game Boy Advance should have been able to pull this off easily. But also for his anniversary, it's like his his anniversary for crying (laughs) out loud. And that's how you do them. It's almost like Robotnik made this version and he's like, ha ha. (laughs) No, no, no. This is way below Robotnik Industries freaking quality standards. Yeah, but he would want to screw over Sonic. So this would be a bad version. Uh, He'd put it out behind a front corporation. Yeah. (laughs) 2006 was a terrible year for Sonic the Hedgehog. And then I want I want to look up like what disasters happened in 2006 to see what else coincided because I feel like that year was just garbage for everyone. And then also thinking on it, it's his anniversary. Okay, it's on a Nintendo platform. Mm-hmm. It's the original Sonic the Hedgehog. It's you know Nintendo. So maybe they were kind of like, yeah, yeah, we'll do a we'll do an anniversary of that game. Sure thing. What do you guys think, Nintendo CEOs? And they're like, sure. And they like finally gave him like the screw job, like intentionally. <laughs> what Nintendo was like? Oh yeah, this is gonna be great. Yeah, like <laughs> sure, go ahead. Oh, sorry guys, you only have a month. It was like a total <laughs> fuck you to Sega. I'm I'm glad they 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 forgot about this. Apparently, when uh, they let when they picked up Bayonetta for Bayonetta two. Because that they oh they let them go to town on that and it was beautiful. Over as for this, like it came out around the same time that uh Sega was dropping like Dreamcast. Well, I'd say ports, but uh reimaginings is probably a little more accurate of uh like uh Space Channel Five, I think Crazy Taxi got a GBA version mm-hmm. and so did uh Jet Set Jet Grind Radio, like and they, they they weren't great in some cases, but they were playable. This is not. But like, like even with emulating and safe stating like mad, like I said, I only made it to Labyrinth Zone where I gave up because I had A, 20 seconds left in the stage mm-hmm. thanks to that infinite loop at the beginning and not being able to get the jump right because of the new physics, and B, 
because at, at some point I, re I, I won't respawn or reload. The game was just like, you know what? You don't need water here. It's a water stage. The water needs to float the corks up to the boss fight. And it was like, the hell with it. I'm out. I'm yeah, done. Yeah. It's over. So I still have not beaten Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Bad for completion. Good for health. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving this port of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 Chili Dog because it's not like they were trying anything new and they stumbled. They had it. They knew what this game was. They knew how it was supposed to play. Everything was there. Maybe you had to reimagine the graphical presentation to fit on the different aspect ratio, but it's not even like they didn't have groundwork for that either. They had, at that point, I don't know, six, seven Game Gear games that had already done it. There's no excuse for a game like this. Yeah, I'm also on the one chili dog train. It's stupid when girls say they can't find a Sonic and ignore this one. It's like saying you're hungry and that very chili dog is laying on the ground outside. You know, I'm going to change my score. It, for me, it's it's a one chili dog. But from a famous chili dog place that suddenly had to buy cheap ingredients <laughs> and they're lying to me and telling me that they didn't. And I'm like, are these sabrettes? And they're like, oh, of course. But it's really bar S hot dogs from Walmart and some Jeff Foxworthy chili. What the hell is Jeff Foxworthy chili? How did that happen? I didn't need to. Is that know. a real thing? Yeah, you got to Google it. It is a real thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, the, Dil the Dilberino happened, so I'm not surprised. I'm just sad. Y you saying Jeff Foxworthy chili gives me a metallic taste in my mouth. I mean, it is in a can, so yeah. <laughs> also, Sabrettes and not Hebrew Nationals? Come on, man. Oh, and come I will on, say man. What? <laughs> no, uh, Hebrew bread. Nationals are amazing. A bar yeah, S okay. turkey dog ain't bad, all right? I don't, I'm, not, never, I'm, I'm not I'm not messing around a bar with, S. I don't yeah. eat myself that much. I'm not messing around with bar S pork <laughs> hot dogs, but occasionally I'll pick up, because I only eat turkey dogs anyway, I'll pick up a bar S turkey dog. They, they ain't that bad. We're going to have a hard time at this barbecue that we're at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, there was this... I'm trying to remember the brand of this uh, one, like, uh, it's like this organic hippy-dippy uh, hot dogs, but they did, uh, like, uncured, like, chicken dogs. It's like biting into solid chicken soup. It's fucking amazing. What? Why would, why would I no, want to... Why would I want to do that? In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> When I think Nothing of barbecue, about what you said. When I think of hot dogs and barbecue, I think of hot chicken soup. <laughs> Solid soup. Yes. <laughs> nothing about what you said sounded good, Nico, but I got to be yeah, honest. No, I got nothing it's, about it. It's completely counterintuitive, but trust me, it works. <laughs> All right, well, now we have the hard work of ranking Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis on our master list of greatest Sonic games of all time as ranked by Gotta Go Cast. I'm going to say that... I'm bringing the list back up, but I know where I'm putting it. I'm going to put it dead last. I'm putting it under, in my opinion, under Sonic the Hedgehog 06. And the reason why is the same reasons I gave in my final thoughts on the game, which is it's not like they had never done this before both the game itself and also porting said game to hardware that had a different aspect ratio or different limitations. They had done it. They had done it with the Master System. They had done it with the Game Gear. This is inexcusable. Sonic 06, look, I didn't... Get, I can get a lot further in Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis than I can in Sonic the Hedgehog 06, but at least it was them attempting something different. 
love that I have the inverse experience with Sonic 06, but that's because I'm hard-headed and angry. Sure. I just yes. kept going. <laughs> just kept going. Fuck you. I'm beating as much of this as I can. So that that's my uh, that's my opinion. I would rank it 12th, which would be dead last on our list. I want to slide it between Sonic R and but above Sonic 06 because there is a little bit of Sonic there and Sonic R has the advantage in that you can see the terrain that you're about to fall off of at all times. So that's why that's above. <laughs> right. But mm. like I feel I I don't feel like Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis was intentionally engineered to hate the player whereas Sonic the Hedgehog 2006 absolutely was like this is a big like that was a big fuck you this is like a eh, fuck off like we don't care uh, you know see if Sonic 06 was engineered to hate the player Sonic Genesis doesn't care about the player at all like it, right it's made okay, in a month okay I it's, can, it's, I can see the yeah, it's made in a month that. they didn't give a crap they, they pushed it out and they were like alright what's next guys and that was it like they should have known better. Sonic 06 was kind of like, that makes me mad. I hate that game, but like, at least I can laugh at it. At least we can make fun of it. Whereas this is there's no there's no even meat on the bone to tease it. You know. Yeah. I, I, okay. I will concede to you too on the tried to do something versus didn't even try. So if you guys want to put it at the bottom, that's that's cool by me. All right. Well, there you have it. That's a three votes for putting Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis twelfth. Currently dead last on our list of greatest Sonic the Hedgehog titles of all time as ranked by Gotta Go Cast. I would say that's the Devil's Dozen, but no, that's just a dozen. That is just a dozen. Well, we just... it, it's getting there. There's not a whole lot on here that I'm like dying to play again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that just about does it for us. I'd like to thank our host for joining us on this episode and suffering through Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis. And I'd also like to thank the members of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, without whom this podcast is not possible. If you'd like to become a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club, please visit hotbloodedchallenger.club and you can nominate a Sonic the Hedgehog game for us to discuss by leaving us, yes, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher with your nomination. And you can also fast track your nomination by becoming yes a member of the hot-blooded challenger club until next time play any one of those other super mario ports on your gba don't at me about wrestling my knowledge ends pretty much with doink and dink the clown don't at me about jeff fox really chili <laughs> don't add anyone about your fox really chili it's best left forgotten one take and i'm sitting down it's been a long week <laughs> Let me start it like this My haters don't yeah, exist yeah. As far as I'm concerned If you broke, you a myth When you hear my okay. voice on a track yeah. It's a certified vibe But yeah. I'm sticking to yeah. the paper Like a paper clip Everybody Middle fingers in the air For the people that told you You wouldn't ever get here I'm giving you that heat I'm hoping you were prepared Raise a cup if you turn Cause you just don't care Like me I'm wavy like a breeze I'm balling so hard I might break my knees Got 700 songs I can drop every week